When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Coach Steve Show podcast. Finally, another Geek Corner with the man, the myth, the legend, Logan Lee. Let's welcome Logan in. What's good, everybody? Let's do this, man. I'm excited. That's my upgrade. I love it. You are are becoming a high class, high, like this this is a real production you got going on there. We just got to get a little bit more going on behind you, but that's one step at a time, Steve. One step at a time. You got a you got a legit microphone. You got a sound mixer. Like you're just doing it all. I love it. Yep, it'll get there. Now I just got to make money. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> one step at a time, Steve. One step at a time. One step at a time. And I've been busy, but now we'll go back to normal, so we'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which one do you want? So, guys, we're here to talk about Black Widow and Loki, and the bigger MCU, because things are now starting to piece together. Yeah, a little uh, bit. Mo- these movies coming out now are starting to make a little more sense of what might, what they're going to fit. Um, I did my best during Loki not to jump down any rumors like we did with WandaVision. Same. <laughs> but, Same. <laughs> but there really wasn't that much rumor or theories to follow with Loki because we just didn't know. Right. And I will get to a hot topic of what made me mad with Loki and, and my boy Bandit Cumberbatch. We'll get to I was going to gonna that. say, I was going to guess. I assume it had something to do with Doctor Strange. Well, but we'll get there. Yeah, I'm not going to go on a soapbox because I can't help it. If it ties to it, I have to say, like. He's tied to everything right now. So. Right. So do you want to do Black Widow first and talk about Let's that? Let's start with Black Widow because I think Loki will kind of lead into the future more so than what Black Widow will. So. Right. Can I can I say one thing about Black Widow? Yeah, it's your you show. Know, you and I talked way back when during the pandemic about yeah, what are they waiting for? 
because yeah. we talked about, you know, the Snyder Cut was coming out on HBO. Why are they not releasing this on Disney Plus? Is it such a good movie that they're waiting? Is it such a bad movie they're afraid? Is there some huge tie-in that they're waiting for? So I love the movie. I'll just say I loved it. Yeah. They could have released it on Disney yeah. Plus because of that end credit scene. I liked yeah. it, but but that wasn't going to ruin anything yeah. in my opinion. So they waited because of the money. But right. they made a lot of Absolutely. money off of Disney Plus. Right. Yes. That was my only thing. That's my only with with what they did. That's it. That's all that's all that's all you want to talk about with Black Widow? Well, no, that's not it, but like that's okay. the only the only negative part I'm going to say. Okay. Really no, works. that's fair. That's fair. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, uh, I really enjoyed the movie as well. Uh, I, it's not top tier Marvel for me by any means. Um, but it was, a, it was a solid, it was a solid Marvel movie. Um, Scarlett Johansson, of course, was great. Uh, I do believe she was overshadowed by Florence Pugh uh, mm-hmm. in the role of Yelena, her quote unquote sister. Um, and the movie, who, um, as we'll we'll talk about more, will will be more involved in the future of the franchise. Um, I love David Harbor. Um, I love Rachel Weisz. I mean, I love the whole family dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. That was for me the best part of the movie was just the four of them, the quote unquote daughter or dad, mom, sister, sister thing. Um, I think that was I think that was the movie's strength. I think the the opening sequence um, where they were in Ohio in the nineties. Uh, was was part of maybe you know some of the best five or seven minutes of the whole movie, um, but then yeah the the family dynamic between the four of them was great. I loved all four of them in those roles. Um, I, I really do hope we see more of those characters. I know we will see more uh, Florence Pugh. I think that's that's inevitable at this point. Um, and they've said that that um, you know the other two. David Harbour's character and Rachel Vice's character will pop up at some point. So I certainly hope that we do see more of them. Um, I, I thought it was great. I think that um, Black Widow, at its core, is was going to have to be more less of an MCU movie and more of a Mission Impossible mm-hmm. or a James Bond movie. Um, she is a spy. She doesn't have superhuman powers. She's not a super soldier. Um, she doesn't have Tony Stark tech. I mean, that that's just not who she is. Um, and I think they did a good job of that. I think that it, it did feel like a, a Mission Impossible movie or James Bond movie. And that's fine. Um, the one, and I've, I've said this before countless times on, on our show, on other shows, um, on your show, whatever. One of, the, one of the best things about the MCU is their ability to bring in multiple genres into this franchise. Um, you know, we've talked about the, the Spider-Man movies being more like John Hughes teen comedies and Ant-Man movies are more like heist movies. Um, the Captain America Winter Soldier was, was a, was a espionage type of thriller movie. Um, and this was, this was a spy movie. Um, and I think that's great. I think that that's just something that the MCU has done really well with um, is doing that. Um, so overall I was, I was pleased with the movie. All of my negative all of the negativity I have towards the movie though has to do with timing. Um, And you, you touched on it. I think some of it has to do with coming out in 2021 as opposed to coming out in 2020. But I think the big picture is that this movie should have come out five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that um, this movie had the whole time I'm sitting there, 
I'm enjoying the movie, but at this point, we're now 20-some movies plus three TV shows deep into this thing. I'm thinking about how is this progressing the story? And I already know what happens to, to Natasha Romanoff in about five years in this timeline. I know, I know where her story goes. I know that the next time we see her in the greater timeline of the MCU is Infinity War, and then five years later, we know what happens to her at Endgame. So I, I know, I know what happens there. So the whole time I'm sitting there enjoying this movie, I'm thinking, okay, how are we advancing the plot? Now we did get, and we talked about it earlier. We'll talk about it more. We did get the, the post-credit scene with her and Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character that showed up in, in Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, that's the part that was really the only part of the movie that really progressed the story. Um, I think personally, I think what happened here, I think Marvel studios screwed up. Mm -hmm. I think they screwed up about five or six years ago. Um, they were probably hesitant to give black widow, her own movie, not the Scarlett Johansson isn't a movie star. Um, and I don't think it was necessarily anything to do with, with, sex her or her gender or you know that type of thing i just don't think they felt like she was the character that could carry a movie and maybe that did have something to do with her being a female character or whatever um but marvel learned very quickly as soon as wonder woman came out that a female-led superhero movie can not only kick ass as a movie, but like do really well at the box office. Mm -hmm. And I think from that point on, Marvel had to figure, Marvel changed. They came out with Captain Marvel, which probably on her own did seem more of a, a type of character that could carry a movie. From what we've seen to this point, Black Widow has always just been a side character. Right. She has been the sixth Avenger. She's been a sidekick in Iron Man 2 and Civil Civil War and Winter Soldier. Like she's popped up in other movies, but as like, you know, a sidekick type of character. So Marvel's decision to not give her her own movie earlier, um, I think came back to bite them at the end here. Um, the movie still did super well. Uh, it's it's still, as I said, it's still a good movie, but I think my biggest issue with the movie, and I think a lot of other people's too, is just when it came out. I think had this movie came out five years ago, where it actually fits into the timeline, because this movie takes place timeline-wise right after Civil War. Had this movie come out then, or anywhere in that, that stretch, because there's that stretch of after Civil War, basically um, Spider-Man Homecoming, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and even Thor Ragnarok. All four of those movies kind of take place around the same time. So had had Black Widow come out any time within that range, I think it would have been far more effective at the end. Um, but just for me watching it as somebody who is a fan of these movies, but also is so focused on how is this advancing the story, I, that it lost it for me there because I just I already know what's happened and I just feel like it wasn't nearly as powerful as it could have been. So, it's kind of like the Star Wars thing, you know, like the, the last Star Wars movie was such a good movie. But yeah. What, but what's it doing? Like you said, this was a yeah. good movie, but, and I was, I was yeah. sitting there watching this going, okay, something will happen or we're going to see something that's going to pop up later, which we didn't right. get to the end credit scene. Right. Besides David Harbour and them, they're probably going to come back at some right. point, but that's it. And it'll probably tie into that end credit scene. That's probably where they may pop up at. We don't know. Yeah. But that is a good point of if this would have came out around when Ragnarok came out, yeah, right before Infinity War, it would have fit perfectly. Right. Or even after Infinity War, Infinity War could have came out, they could have released this just just for giggles, and then come out yeah. with the game. 
and then any any time. I mean, yes, the fact that they and as you talked about at the top of the show, they should have they could have released this movie last year, mm-hmm. so that would have helped a little bit. But still, we still already knew the fate of Natasha Romanoff. Like, so I think that that I don't think that really mattered. Um, but it did become another year later. Um, that we did get to see it. You know, the other thing too um, that I will say again, this is more of a timing thing. Is this isn't technically the kickoff to Phase Four? Um, Far from Home was technically Phase Four. Plus, now we've already had three TV shows that are considered Phase Four. Um, but this movie was really they needed. I think they could have. I don't want to say they could have done a better job of, of kicking things off, um, but I think that. It was a little underwhelming in that regard, too, just because I think people were, you know, this is this was supposed to be the second thing of Phase 4. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. Far From Home that happens right after Endgame, and then they just kind of placed this movie in there. And I just felt like, okay, so we're going backwards, like, five years in time just so we can see not even a – it's not even a origin story. Like, it's just – it's kind of an origin story, but it's also just like – this is like what her life is. And this is the stuff that took place right between civil war and infinity war. I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to take away from the movie itself. I really enjoyed the movie, but I just think the timing of when it came out, when they decided to put it like all of that was just kind of that kind of stunk in my opinion. Right. Without something big happening to set something else up, if something would have happened during this, and it relates to Fantastic Four, or it relates to something, or even Wandavision. I don't know if some I don't know if some character was in it that was in Wandavision. You'd be like, okay, this sets this up, or this sets yeah. up whatever. Yeah, then this movie has sense. This movie has very little impact on the future of the universe, other than uh, introducing us to Yelena, Florence Pugh's character. Because I do believe in it. I mean, it's pretty common knowledge i think to anybody at this point that follows this stuff is that she will be heavily involved probably in the future of the mcu uh, kind of taking over the black widow role um you know the the we can talk about it at this point now obviously we're you know we're, we're definitely doing spoilers here so you know the the post-credit scene where um yelena is there at at natasha's grave this is post end game mm-hmm. and then um Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, whatever her name is, some sort of really long name from Falcon Winter Soldier shows up and basically tries to recruit her to join her group that she's trying to put together. Um, that I mean, that's really the only thing that advances the story at all. So I enjoyed it though. Oh yeah, I mean it's a good movie, and it was a different dynamic. Um, originally, it had that Civil War vibe at the beginning, then it kind of took off on its own. Yeah. Um, they're good at finding characters and bringing them in and doing well. Like David Harbour, we knew was good from Stranger Things, but to catapult him in there, to catapult. He, yeah. He was hilarious. He was funny. He was really funny in that role. I, I was really a fan of him. Um, I mean, I'd been a fan of David Harbour for a while, just, you know, most stuff he does, but uh, he was really good in this role. And as I said, I really do hope we see more of him, both him and Rachel Weiss, because I think that they were, I think they were great. Um, and they're both a couple of really good actors that, you know, I would love to see more in this universe for sure. I'm sure we will because of how it ended. Like they just disappear. And yeah. David Harbour got asked the question, like, where was Red Guardian during Thanos? Like what was yeah. going on? And he couldn't really answer because, you know, we don't know. But yeah, so- I 
him being hesitant about it is like he's going to pop back up somewhere. I, I, I have I have no insider knowledge. Um, my prediction, though, and I know that we've already – Marvel has already told us, like, their next, like, 15 projects, it seems like. So we know a lot's coming out. My guess is that we'll see a Florence Pugh-centric Black Widow movie before too long, mm-hmm. at least announced. I think that that's – I think she is – she is a rising movie star. And I think she, I think that that's, this movie had, will have done well enough for them to say, okay, we want to get her and this, this group more involved in, in this universe. So I could totally see that happening. Now it's not going to be any time here in the next couple of years or anything, but um, I could totally see that happening um, within the next, I don't know, five to six years or so. Um, they even talked about, looking back at red guardian's story a little bit because he was talking he kept talking about like oh he fought captain america but captain steve rogers was frozen but we've already learned in falcon the winter soldier there was another captain america who was african-american and like he was tested on so was there another one that was holding the shield that he actually yeah that's true that's true yeah that that would be cool to kind of see more of more of that story um from my understanding you know, I'm not a, I'm not huge into the comics, so most of my information comes from movies and what I've heard from other people. But I believe he his character in the comics was more just kind of I don't want to say a joke, but I mean he was the comic relief mm-hmm. in terms of you know him compared to Steve Rogers. Um, but yeah, I mean I would definitely love to see more of that character for sure somewhere. Um. And like we've already said, so it's, it's so then now it looks like they're setting up Hawkeye's TV show. So I'm wondering if she's going to be. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to be. I would think so. I would think she's going to pop up in that show. Yeah. That was, that shocked me. Like as much as we just talked about, it wasn't an explosion like that, but I was just like, oh, like, okay. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. And is this setting up the Dark Avengers? Is this kind of what this, because they're taking the Samuel Jackson. Yes. She's doing Samuel Jackson. She's showing up and building this up. 
she what they are doing is they are they are in the process of setting up the dark avengers or the thunderbolts um those are two different names for a similar type of team um that that they're looking to put together uh, i don't fully believe that yelena is going to be on that i think it's one of those situations where they're kind of tease her role in hawkeye because hawkeye didn't kill natasha like that wasn't a thing like so once once yelena learns why natasha died and how natasha died that'll be very quick for her to not want to turn on Hawkeye. So I don't fully anticipate that she would be a part of this, this Thunderbolt or this dark Avengers team that they're putting together. Uh, but that's definitely what they're trying to tease here is that that's how um, that's going to be her involvement in, in Hawkeye probably when that comes out here in the next couple of years, I don't know what the date for that one is, but I know they've been shooting it. Um, that's with Haley. Haley Steinfeld is, is the lead in that. Um, along with Jeremy Renner, so they they said late twenty twenty one. Is that was that the plan for that one? Yeah. I know that there's been a lot of turnover, or not turnover, but some moving parts with some of these shows. So um, yeah, it's either going to be late twenty twenty one or early twenty two. Yeah, so think- they because they have what if coming up, and I don't remember. I got to look at the timeline again to see what I don't know when all these things are coming out. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot still coming out. It's only July, and they still have like eight projects that they're planning on like releasing within the next six months. So, yeah, I think it was. It just says late 2021, I think, before for Hawkeye because they haven't come out with a date. But I think yeah, it's what if, and then it's the movies. I think it's just and what if I've um, you know, I've always kind of been not always, but since they announced what if. Uh, which is, you know, this animated um, what happened if these situations went differently type of scenario. But now that we've opened up what Loki has done, mm-hmm. uh, that makes a lot more sense now, now that we have these multi, you know multiple timelines and things. Um, so I'm excited for that one too. Let me open up. Well, because Tom Hiddleston or whatever said this actually does affect the MCU. Oh yeah, for sure which was great because I think you and I said, does this really fit in here? Is this just for fun? And I thought it was just for like a fun thing of like to get us through the pandemic because it's animated. But now that he said it really does affect what's about to happen. Right. Now I'm like, okay, now I will watch it. And I will make it a point to watch it. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think Yelena, I think the, um, either Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts, whatever they're going to end up calling them. I think that might have something to do with Secret Invasion as well, mm-hmm. which is supposed to come out next year. So, But yeah, what if uh, Miss Marvel and Hawkeye are slated for this year, and then Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Secret Invasion are slated for next year, plus the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is slated for next year as well. So I'm excited, man. I, I've... You know, I've been waiting for this stuff and we, it was two years. It was two years to the day since I was last in a movie theater theater to watch an MCU movie. It was, I looked it up because I saw Spider-Man Far From Home twice. Uh I saw it um, the weekend it came out and then I went back a few days later and saw it. It would have been on July 9th of 2019. And then it was on July 9th of 2021 that I was in a theater to see Black Widow. So I had been to the theater, you know, between then, but not to see a Marvel MCU movie. So 
I had not been in a theater. I went the Sunday of Endgame, and then I went the following weekend again to go see Endgame. So was that? So that was the last one. That's the last one you had seen in a theater. I th- yeah, I think that was the last one. That might have been the last time I was in a theater. Maybe. That's a did long Toy time. Story 4, did Toy Story Four come out after Endgame? Uh, I think so. That, I would have been in a theater for that one, but like a Marvel okay. was Endgame. The okay. last time I think I was in a theater was Toy Story Four. Okay. Yeah, I had not set foot in one since yeah. because Illinois didn't want to open them up until a few months ago. Yeah, no, that's true. I was Indiana was a little different. I could actually go. I had been several times over the course of throughout the pandemic, but um, I forgot what to do yeah. when I got there. I walked in and I was like, <laughs> "What's next?" Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Black Widow, man, I I enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad that. I'm glad that uh, Scarlett Johansson got got her her moment um, to kind of shine in the MCU. Though, as I said, I think that um, Florence Pugh kind of outshined her a little bit t- at times. But the movie was funny; had a lot of action, had some great ash- action sequences. Um, loved the characters. Didn't really love the typical Bond villain type of thing. I mean, that some of that story was just kind of eh, okay, whatever. But um, you know. Not not everything about the MCU is going to be perfect, but I was pleased. I was I was pleased. Yep, and I I think she was overshy because they want that character more in the MCU, and they knew yeah. Scarlett Johansson's gone. I think yeah. she's going to come back and direct. I think they said they've opened that up for her to. Oh, I could see that. I think that's what Kevin Feige said. He was like, "We'll always welcome her here." So I think it's possible she'll direct, which I think. Well, I know. I noticed. Um, I and I, I could be wrong. I don't think it's happened very often, but she's one of the she's one of the only MCU actors that have been an executive producer on their movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't looked into it to see like how many times that's happened, but I don't think it's happened very often. And uh, cause I saw that during the opening credits that she was credited for that. So I think she was very instrumental in getting the movie off the ground mm-hmm. and, you know, coming up with a story for it and how they wanted, um, you know, her story to quote unquote end. I mean, we already you know the end was already there, but um no, I, I thought it was solid. But then what happens in Loki opens the door up to see these people again. It opens Yeah, up no one's ever really dead in the MCU. No. Let's just get that out, out there now. Are the originals are dead, might be gone, but it opens the door for... Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Loki, are we moving on? Is it time to move on to Loki? I think so, because Black Widow, like I said, since it doesn't set anything yeah. up, it's hard to like... Really, besides like... Maybe David Harbour comes to the Dark Avengers. Maybe that's what that sets up. Like, there's, I know they have the agent as the next, like, Captain America. Yeah. But could Red Guardian come in? That's the only thing I see is, like, could he come in? He, he'll pop up somewhere for sure. Well, I hope so because look at David Harbour's career real quick. Like, he, he's been side characters. He's kind of been that. Then Stranger Things pops up, and then it just shoots him, and now he's in Mar- – like, he's in the MCU – like just from Stranger Things, which he they did not think was supposed to be good. Yeah. If you watch interviews from way back then, he sat there and he goes, we had no idea. We didn't even know. He said, yeah. nobody knew what we were filming. Like Millie Bobby Brown would walk into a place with a wig on to buy things. And they're like, just thought she was a freak because they didn't know what they were <laughs> filming. And then now yeah. they have the security surrounding him in Georgia to film. Now he's in the MCU. Like... That's the only thing I see from that is he'll pop up, Dark Avengers, Thunderbolt. I think that's what that sets up is. Yeah. He, 
be that next super soldier kind of thing. But he's yeah, not quite see that. Have you seen him lately? He's uh, skinnier. A little bit. Uh, he's lost some weight. But we got to remember, yeah. this was filmed before COVID. None of this was filmed after COVID. Oh, yeah. It was done. They had it ready to go. Held on to it. That was two and a half years ago, probably, when they stopped filming it. So do we, so you touched on that, and I kind of glossed over it. So you, we should we talk about the the fact that they didn't release it? Because you kind of started on that, and basically they had the whole thing done, and it was supposed to come out last year, and they didn't release it. I mean, it made money. They were obviously doing it for the money. Well, um, it, I think originally because it's like, who knew COVID was going to last as long as it did either? Right. So at the beginning, I understood of like, let's push it back, let's push it back. But then once we started to get to the end of the summer, we were getting into the fall. It was like, okay, now you're at a point, yeah, where this this got to be released. And then I can't remember when you told me HBO decided to release stuff. Whenever that happened, and you said it, when they decided to release movies on HBO instead of the theater or both, if they could, yeah, they should have. Like, I, if I was them, I would have waited until the end of the year. If we got to New Year's and it was still in the same situation, what a better way to start the New Year off is like, we're going to release this on January 10th. Like, here it comes. I will tell you why I don't think they did. Um, I think there's a couple reasons. I think we learned that other than the post credit scene... None of it really had any ties to the rest of the these TV shows. Now, I think that it's possible that you could have gotten away with because it was supposed to come out before Falcon Winter Soldier, and I think that would have been fine. Had that been the first time that Julia Louis Dreyfus's character showed up, okay, that would have led right into the the TV shows, and we would have found out pretty quickly, you know, what her character was about. Um, so I don't think that was really a factor. Um, it, it was all about the money, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney attempted to release movies onto their uh, premium Disney Plus thing, where you pay $30, whatever. Um, they did it with Mulan. It didn't really have a great success. Um, they did it with Raya and the Last Dragon, which came out earlier this year. Also didn't really have great success. Um, I feel like there was another one in there that they did it with too. Um, but the, what they're now, they know that they knew that a Marvel movie would be different than mm-hmm. more people would do that. But I think the fact that those two movies, especially, I mean, one of them that had a pre-established IP and the other one that was a Disney animated movie, the fact that neither of those did very well on the PVOD, um, kind of told them that this probably isn't the right thing to do. And if they didn't have a pressing reason to release it, um, it'd be, I, I don't think they really were in a hurry. Um, had this been a different movie that they needed to put it out before some of these TV shows, it might've been a different story. But, and that was kind of my assumption. And I think a lot of people's assumption is that this movie does, does have, does have more to do with some of these TV shows, but it, it really didn't. So they knew what they had. 
they knew they weren't in any hurry to release this. They wanted to release it at a time when people could actually go to the theaters. Yes, they're still going to do the simultaneous release with Disney Plus. And yes, two million households did um, pay the thirty dollars to watch it at home, but they were still able to make you know however many millions of dollars um, just by actually waiting a few more months and putting it out there in the theaters. So that's why they did it. Um, you can call them greedy if you want. That's fine. But it is what it is. I mean, the the Disney Plus model, I think, is the future. I think we're going to see more of that. But for big movies like a Marvel movie, you got to have a theater. I think there's still a need for people to go to the theater. And we're finally seeing that the last few months with, you know, there was um, Godzilla and King Kong. When that came out, I mean, that kind of opened it up. And, and then A Quiet Place. And then, uh, oh, Cruella was the other one. Mm-hmm. They did Cruella on... Um, that had the simultaneous and that one also didn't do very well um, on, on Disney plus. So um, I think we're going to see more of that, but with those big, with those big IP type of movies, they need the theaters. Um, They just, they have to have those. And that's where people, people want to go to the theaters to see those movies. I do. I mean, I sure as heck wasn't going to, I mean, granted it'd be different, you know, if I had a family and multiple kids and it would be cheaper to pay the $30, but like, I don't want to watch Black Widow at home. Like, I want to go to a theater to watch that movie. Right. You know? So that's just, I think, how a lot of people are. So that's why they did it. And I think it worked out for them. Oh, yeah, it worked out, I think, at the time during COVID. It's like, okay. Yeah. I think I'm going back from that time of we're in the summer, we're in the fall, where everything was still shut down. I think I'm going back to that moment of, like, you could have released this. Because it yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. But I think the other thing too, and the other thing that we're not really considering is that they did have these TV shows lined up and ready to go. These TV shows were always going to go to Disney plus. These weren't going to be um, in the theater. Had we, had they not had the TV shows ready to go, yeah, okay. it might've been different uh, that we might've seen it, but they knew they had content, Marvel content to hold people over for the first, you know, few months of the year. So you know they could they could afford to to sit back and and wait to a time where they can actually profit off this thing. They're geniuses to keep people on Disney Plus. Like, yeah, this is their dead spot right now. But they are. If it wasn't for COVID, I don't know if there would be a dead spot, quote unquote. If it was, it'd be like two weeks in the month. They're cranking out new stuff every week. They're geniuses. It's crazy. Yeah, absolute geniuses. Um, but yeah, that was my only thing. But. I get why they didn't release it, but a part of me is like, you still could have, but I get it. They could have. Absolutely. They could have. Um, yeah, that was my only thing, but yeah. good movie. It does set something small up, which that's what some people have not seen. Ask me, they're like, does it set anything up? And I say, yes, that's all I say. But I tell them it's the credit scene. That's all I say. I'm like, you got to yeah. watch it. Good movie. It does set yeah. something up, but, yeah. um, but that's a good point you made. It should have been released back when Ragnarok was out and all that, that would have been perfect. Anywhere in that range. Right. Anywhere between Civil War and Ragnarok would have been, would have made more, more sense. Yep. Um, now the best TV show they've come out with is Loki, I think. I think I agree. I think I agree. Um, I liked WandaVision, but I talked to a coach the other day on my podcast and he goes, the only thing about WandaVision it just got sad at the end of some of them. It was crying or whatever. And I started laughing. Yeah. I was like, I get it. And then Falcon was just like a, um, a Captain America movie split up. And uh, yeah. now they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're very good. 
the Loki just had a different vibe. Yeah. And I'm so glad Owen Wilson is there too. Like to bring him in. Yeah, I agree. Just I agree. Um I'm glad Loki's back. Like I, I told somebody, I was never a fan of him at first. And as like in Ragnarok, I was a fan. And the acting in this, I'm just a fan. Um, my only thing with Marvel, <laughs> WandaVision is supposed to set up Doctor Strange. Even Izzy Olsen says this is a tee-off to Doctor Strange. I call BS because the ending of Loki is what is going to set this up. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. WandaVision only set up the magic. Like, that magic was a reference to Doctor Strange. The ending when she's flipping through the book, that's Doctor Strange's theme music from his movie played differently. Like, it's played differently. Loki really set this up. Now, did they not tell us that because they didn't want us to know? Probably. Um, I don't don't think it's necessarily like it has to be one or the other. I think multiple things can can set it up. I think, to an extent, I think Spider-Man, whatever the last Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, I think part of that was setting it up. Um, I think Loki sets up that Spider-Man with the end scene where we see the guy. Well, yes. I think there's a question out there to be had about, I mean, up to this point, prior to Loki, the entire MCU took place on a, on one singular timeline. And that's how, you know, like Allison and I have been watching all these again. Um, We've been watching the timeline order. Like we knew, like, you know, there was Captain America taking place in the, whatever, the, whenever that was. Um, and then Captain Marvel in the nineties. And then up through, you know, the end of Avengers Endgame or Far From Home, if you want to go that far. So, like, everything was on one timeline. So, I think the question now is where exactly is the Loki supposed to take place on the timeline? But I think that's also the point is that Marvel's saying, we don't care about your timelines anymore. Like, timelines are done. Like, it it doesn't matter. We're going to connect all these universes. We're going to connect the X-Men. We're going to connect the Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man movies, like timelines and all this stuff doesn't matter. I think that all these things set up Dr. Strange. I I don't think that's one thing or the other. I mean, yes, I think that um, Loki absolutely does have a, you know, it is setting up Dr. Strange, but I think that WandaVision was also setting up Dr. Strange. I think a good, I think that the new Dr. Strange movie, a lot of that movie is going to be about Wanda 
Jake going through the uni- going through the multiverse, probably trying to find her kids. I think that is what a lot of the, the Doctor Strange movie is going to be about. Yes, Loki set up the timeline part of it because that's why Doctor Strange is going to have to get involved. Um, but I think both of them are are very heavily involved in setting up the the new Doctor Strange movie. I think I just wanted to complain about it, but I. So when it, when Loki was done, that's when I started to dive into what people were writing about. Okay. Loki, they even said, set up the end of WandaVision when she hears her kids. That could be when that timeline starts to split off. And whatever universe she created that she put away kind of split. Yeah. Um, And then it's reported that Loki will be in Doctor Strange now, whether that's the Loki we just ended with or if it's going to be a different one. Hopefully it's Alligator Loki. Hopefully it's Alligator Loki. That was the best. That made me laugh. I love this show because it had real serious parts to it. Then it had comedy. I'm glad Owen Wilson's character had comedy to it because that's just who he is. Kind of like Paul Rudd with Ant-Man. Like you can't have this and be a super serious person. Yeah, no, I agree. I loved Owen Wilson in the role. Um, I I loved the show. I wasn't sure how much I loved it about three or four episodes in. Um, I really enjoyed WandaVision. I really did. And I, I know a part of that was because I was so deep down the rabbit hole for that show, as we've talked about. Um, and maybe that's why I was, you know, I loved it so much. Um, so I just didn't have that same type of connection to this show just because I, you know, I, I wasn't doing that to myself. Plus, as you said, I don't think there was as many theories out there about it. Um, so after about like episode three or episode four, I wasn't totally sold on the, on Loki, especially because I think there was that one episode, I think it was episode three that, Literally nothing happened. Like it was, it wasn't even. Were they on the train or? I think it was after the train. I I don't remember where it was, but it was like just one 30 minute long conversation between Loki and Sylvie. That's all it was. Um, So that episode I didn't really love Um, when you're giving me six episodes and one of them is just that. I didn't really love that part of it, but the rest of the show, I, I really, really enjoyed. I think it is. And so it's hard for me to say that one of them is that much better than the other. Um, and that's not to say that Falcon Winter Soldier wasn't good because it was, uh, but I do believe it's, it's definitely third in, in the running. Um, my thing with Loki, my only, only real negativity I have towards it, other than the fact that that one episode was just kind of, I don't know, unnecessary almost. Um, but I thought it was just strange how it ended. Um, yeah. If they were calling it season one, part one, for it to end like it did would make sense. But to call it season one and that there would be a season two and then for it to end like it did, I thought that was just kind of strange. You don't really see that very often. Um, I'm very curious where, I don't know. Again, I got to stop talking about timelines uh, with the MCU because I think at this point until, I don't know if that's ever going to be resolved, but for right now, timelines just don't exist. Um, but I don't really know how that's all going to fit in with, I mean, cause we know the Dr. Strange is coming out before we get this season two of Loki. So where that all ties in, I have no idea, but uh, I don't know. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I think it was, it was really solid. And um, yeah, Tom Hiddleston's is great. He's just, he's awesome as Loki. 
Big fan. I'm going to contradict myself the more I think about this. I think we all didn't know how to handle Loki because we already knew coming into it that WandaVision was supposed to connect to Doctor Strange. So we all knew. I think coming into Loki, we had no idea because of the fact that we're having the Loki from a different timeline from Avengers. So I think we all kind of, I didn't know. I was like, okay, what's the point of the show? What's it going to tie into? And then I was getting confused because what time, like you said, what timeline are we in when they go to the TVA? What timeline are we in? Are we on this branch? Yeah. Then I thought about when they take Loki, they set the timeline back to what it's supposed to be. Right. I think when he goes to the TVA, we are back in our timeline, I guess. Like it's all the same. Because they showed right. him, because I did, I it was, I think it was this last episode. I thought of it. They showed him what happens to him, like so. We're back on the normal thing. So I think that's how it affects our Doctor Strange, our Spider Man. That's why it's affecting it. Um, the last episode I liked, and people didn't. I liked it just because it gave me clarity of what's going on, what this looks like. But that was another episode where it was just conversation. It was just this guy talking. Yeah, I also th- I think we all have to remember they filmed a lot of this during COVID, and I saw this with correct. I don't want to bring The Walking Dead into this, but it, we're, we saw that with these extra six episodes they came out with to hold us over, and part of Fear the Walking Dead, you saw less characters and episodes because of COVID. So sure. I think some of these episodes were filmed that way to keep less people around. I think. Yeah, I think once we get. I think Dr. Strange will be better. I think once we're moving forward, it's going to come back to normal. So I think part of that, these conversation pieces work as a COVID. They were probably like, we have to limit the amount of people on screen. I liked the last episode because it clarified a lot of things, but I do agree with you. It, Yeah. The part one would have made more sense. And then how are you going to, how are, is a season two going to happen after Dr. Strange? So that tells me this does not get resolved in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Strange. No, I don't think it does. And I, I think we're going to – I think there's going to be some sort of thing because um, Jonathan Majors, who shows up as whatever name you want to call him, King the Conqueror or whoever, he's also supposed to be in the next Ant-Man movie, which is – I'm looking at the timeline now, which is five, four movies after Doctor Strange. So, no, this is not getting resolved. Um, he is going to be the, I believe, King the Conqueror, Jonathan Major's character, will be the Thanos of this next couple of phases. Um, so, no, I, I do not think that that will get resolved in the Doctor Strange movie. I think, if anything, Doctor Strange resolves the Wanda thing. Um, but, no, the timeline situation, that is that is done. That is open. That's how they're going to be able to bring in the X-Men that's how we're going to see Deadpool. That's how um, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are reportedly going to show up in uh, the next Spider-Man movie. That's how, I mean, that's going to be inevitable. Like that's, I don't think that's ever going to be fixed. Um, but so how, how Loki plays into that, who knows, but. Cause now he's, uh, he's in a different place now. Cause the other thing too, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, um, but I'm thinking about it now. Because they just okay, they said they said they're going to do a season two, so maybe they have their season two if it comes out early next year, 
That could be before Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because Doctor Strange is in March. But then Thor, Love and Thunder, is in May, which you have to think Loki would... He would have is he to. supposed to be? Is he supposed to be in that? Because in that timeline, he's dead. Oh my god, I'm getting a headache. <laughs> well, well, that's that's why when I saw <laughs> that's why when I saw the report, like immediately after I the Loki episode came out on Wednesday, almost like two hours later, this report comes out and says Tom Hiddleston will reprise his role as Loki and Doctor Strange. But when, yeah, and I'm looking. I'm looking at he's not on the list for Thor: Love and Thunder, which would make sense because he's supposed he did die in Endgame. But then they're saying, how in the world? Um, what's the girl in Thor? Um, Tessa Thompson. No, Natalie Portman's character. Oh, Natalie Portman. Yeah. So they're talking about. So again, I, I I told you as soon as Loki was done, I jumped down. I started to read everything. How does she become? You know the the girl Thor. They're saying this is a different timeline. This is a timeline where she is Thor. And that's how Thor Love and Thunder comes in. That could be. And that's why they're hinting at could Loki appear. I could see Loki and Thor being an end credit scene. I could see that. Because like I said, when we go back to the TVA, I think they're back on our timeline. But then Loki gets pushed through that door. And it's another, it's a different place. I'm getting a headache just thinking about this stuff. Yeah, because I didn't realize I, you know I didn't realize I, he was in a different place until they showed the statue of the other Kang. And yeah. I'm like, okay, now he's somewhere yeah. else. Right. Yeah. yeah. I uh I don't know what they're gonna do with all this stuff, man. Like this is crazy just to sit here and think about it. Um, they, well speaking of that, they reported again, they keep reporting things, but they said could Loki season two already have been filmed? I think there's a good chance that some of it has at least that they were filming it because there's a few scenes from the, from the trailer um, that never showed up. That, I'm I pretty think sure. It was. Like, I don't know that they filmed all of it. Uh, they haven't announced when it's going to come out. My guess is that it might come out before Dr. Strange. I would not be shocked because Dr. Strange is slated to come out in March. Um, and they're already done filming it. So it's done. If, I don't know. I I have no idea. That could be how, how this is going to play out. That could be how Loki comes back in Doctor Strange. When I first saw that, I just assumed, oh, this is going to be a different one from a different timeline, like a different world. Yeah. Of maybe he runs Asgard or something. I don't know. I but, don't know. But with that point, yeah, if they release it early enough, or at least start it. Because that season necessarily doesn't have to be over when Doctor Strange movies come out. It doesn't ha- necessarily have to be done. No, We could no. be on episode four of it and then that movie comes out. And maybe that's how he comes back. Yeah, it, it's yeah. a lot to think about. And we're not even talking about Spider-Man because Doctor Strange is in Spider-Man. And it was reported that... I mean, we all saw the toys come out that shows Spider-Man in that... that, that uh, wherever Dr. Strange is, like in his place. Yep. Yep. Then it said that Spider-Man's going to see Dr. Strange and he's not going to agree with what Dr. Strange is doing. So it's like, what's he doing? What's going on? You have to think the multiverse is going to be a big factor in it. Does that how he, is that how, is that how Stephen Strange figures out that something's up? Um, 
I love the memes of everything being destroyed. Says so like Loki does this and and um, Wanda does this and then what was a meme? It shows a guy walking in with pizza and it shows the apartment's on fire and it has Loki and Wanda and Doctor Strange walks in the door. I'm laughing at those. Like he's got to put this back together. And then yeah. you know you're talking about Eternals. They said Eternals live on Earth and they've been hidden this whole time and now they come out. And what has happened for them to come out? It wasn't Thanos. Now this multiverse has opened up. Yeah. So that connects. Sang Chi and the Loki tech- is Loki is instrumental to everything. And then it's the most important Marvel property to come out in a while. I mean, now it's making sense of how we're going to get X-Men and all that. Now, I like that part. I like how now it makes sense. We saw the commercial with Deadpool. I think that was their way of saying like, here that was great. Is. Like, here <laughs> he is. Super excited for free guy. Actually. Yes, I, he's one of my favorite characters. Um, my fear is this Doctor Strange movie is going to be too big. I don't think it will. I just don't want too much going on because maybe some of it gets resolved in Spider-Man. That's why he's in it. He has to deal with the aftermath of Endgame. still. We haven't seen what happens because he knew Tony was going to die. He has to live with that. So we have to see how he deals with that. His own movie stuff from his first movie has to come back. That Mordor guy, whatever, supposed to be a villain. Then on top of it, you have to bring in Wanda and what's just happened there. On top of that, Spider-Man. On top of that, Loki yeah. in this multiverse that's opened up. And then on top <laughs> of that, do Eternals have something to do with this? Are, like, so I'm so afraid that this movie's going to be too big. I can see that. I can see that. It's going to have to be three hours. It's going to have to be endgame length almost. It's going to be like a Civil War movie where they have everybody come in because you have to. I think most of these movies are going to be like all these characters are together. I'm afraid of it being too big. Yeah. No, that's very possible. I think we're certainly going to see more of those um, type of movies. I think that uh, Doctor Strange is obviously going to be, you know, like that. I think Thor Love and Thunder is going to be like that. Um, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that there is a lot that they're putting into that movie um, that does that necessarily worry me no um but it it's certainly uh that was one of the um most that's been my biggest negative negative point with uh avengers age of ultron was that they had way too much going on in that movie Um, it's super important for the future of the mcu but there's a lot of storylines in that movie that they're trying to connect together. And I don't think they do a very good job of it. So yeah, that is certainly something to think about for uh, the new Dr. Strange movie. I think you're right. I think that's a really good point. So um, I don't know, Sam Raimi's directing it. I, I think it, I think it has, it, sh- it definitely has the potential to, to do better at that than what age of Ultron did, but that's, that's a legitimate concern i i can i can understand that i don't want them to rush through the like you said like ultron they put too much in and they were rushing through them yeah don't want dr strange to show up and it's fine if like there's little nuggets of like connection and then do they patch up the multiverse but when they patch it up they have to deal with everything that was released that could happen and that kind of sets something up 
do they take the aftermath of Doctor Strange's Endgame and put it in Spider-Man? Because is Doctor Strange going to propel himself as Peter Parker's new watcher, like new mentor from Tony Stark because he feels guilty of knowing that he was going to die? They could do that. That takes away that story part and then goes into his movie. Um, I don't want... It's fine to have all these storylines in there, but don't rush through it. And it's going to have to be an action-packed, like... And it's, and they keep saying it's a horror. This is going to be, the, like you said, genres. Yeah. This might be the first horror. They haven't done horror. Yep. Yep. This is going to be I've, first one. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm, I'm excited for that. I think that as we've talked about, I don't think that, I think there's a lot coming out that are going to be heavily involved in a lot of these things. So I don't know that everything is necessarily going to get resolved in one movie. Um, I mean, I, you know, we have another Spider-Man movie coming up here. Um, I think that. Thor, Doctor Strange will have ties to this. I think there's the second season of Loki that'll have some ties to this. Um, So I think a lot of these things will uh, kind of get tied up over the course of time. I don't know that it's necessarily all going to happen in one movie. And then we've got the saying G and 10 rings that has Wong in it. And I'm like, yeah, again, and I I just keeps building up of like, if you have Wong in it, I never would have thought Doctor Strange in this movie until you bring him in. I would not think that Doctor Strange is in that movie unless he shows up as a teaser I don't think he's post credit. I don't think he's in it. Something. Yeah, I don't think he's in it, but I wonder if what happens in this movie or they just know each other, maybe Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that storyline. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see that one in September. And who's the, the next movie that... Who's the villain from Hulk that's in it? Oh, um, abomination! That I laughed. The, <laughs> yeah, that 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 gladiator scene that they're doing, or whatever they're doing, that cage match. Um, yeah, that's that's the next MCU movie that comes out, and that's only here in a couple months. So, uh, about a month and a half, actually, September third, that one gets released. Yeah, we'll have a lot of movies. We'll have that Eternal, Spider Man. Then you'll get Hawkeye in there. You'll get the Miss Marvel. Like, there's a lot coming out here. We just have this dead period. And real quick. Eternals may connect not to Doctor Strange, but connect to one of these things because, again, they reported why are they revealing themselves now? The multiverse opened up. And my question is Does the sorcerer or the ancient one before she died, did she know the TVA existed because she talks about timelines and endgame? Does Doctor Strange know about the TVA? Do they know about the Eternals because they're supposed to know? everything and are the time stones going to make a comeback because you saw them in this Loki and they're worth nothing. <laughs> Paperweights. <worth> nothing. <laughs> are they going to make yeah. a comeback? You have, you ask a lot of great questions, Steve. Nope. I, I wish I had answers to them, but after WandaVision, I told myself no more rabbit holes. I can read certain things. And then Loki, I just was like, I'm not going to read anything, but thank goodness there was no theories. And then now, as soon as it ended, now it's just out the the gates opened up. Yeah. Of because didn't Hugh Jackman or whatever tease that he just talked to Kevin Feige and put up that picture of Yeah. I, I don't know that I'm gonna that we're gonna see Hugh Jackman's Logan or Wolverine popping up in the MCU, but who knows? I think now officially that the uh, multiverse has been opened up. I think that all things are on the table. So who knows? So what's next? What if that's going to have something to do with it? 
Yep. What if, well, it's going to be kind of like a, I don't know. It's going to be a little different. Um, but yeah, obviously, because now that the timeline's opened up, that they can kind of use that as a reason as to why we're seeing these things. But I think it's just a cool concept just to see like these other scenarios, like, you know, Peggy Carter's, you know, like version and, you know, that type of stuff, just different things that could have happened in the MCU with different characters. It's cool that just about everybody's coming back to voice the roles. Um, a few of them aren't. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s not. Um, Brie Larson, I don't believe, is. Chris Evans. And there's a couple others. Uh, I oh, think Chris Evans is, or is he not? He's not. Ben Cumberbatch isn't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, some of them aren't. Uh, but it is the last uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yep. Um, they did get him before he passed. Um, so that'll be the last time we hear him. Real quick, um, we've already talked about a lot of Marvel things, but I, I heard something the other day that they are planning on having a new Black Panther, that oh. it's going to be a new person altogether, maybe even a female. Um, don't know the validity of that. Don't know how I like it. I don't really know what they're going to do, do with that movie. Um, but I know we've talked about it on here in the in the past and past shows, but that doesn't come out until July of next year, about a, a year from now. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with that movie, um, but I, I just I did hear that recently, so I thought I would at least bring that up. We'll yeah, see what if, happens with that. If they do, I think it would have to be his sister from the show or the movie. Uh, I've, that's not what, I, it's not how I interpreted what they said. It was somebody totally different. I don't know. Wow. My, my thought, just going off the title, um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, is that it's probably going to be more so about the, the rest of the characters more so than it is about Black Panther and the character, like the role Black Panther. Right. Um, I could see somebody maybe taking the mantle towards the end of the movie, but um, I think there's some definite, there's some serious candidates there, you know, in house. I mean, we've talked about it and I haven't been totally on board with all of them, but you know, I think Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o makes sense, um, you know, with her role in the movie. I don't know if that happens, but, um, I don't know. We'll see. But that's something I did hear that I thought was at least yeah. worth bringing up. Just let Bucky do it. Be the white wolf and just let Bucky do it. Well, <laughs> thought about that, but I'm not sure that really flies. <laughs> I do. I do think there's something to that. I really do personally, he'll but be, I just, yeah, he'll be in the yeah. movie. He'll be in the movie. I, think. I wouldn't be shocked if he's not in the movie, but I don't, I don't see that happening. Well, because he's got to do his new Captain America movie, so he'll have to do that. Yeah, he is going to be in that. Um, I, I do, you know, I've taken some, some, had some time. I really do like Sam Wilson as as Captain America. Love it. You know, I, I wasn't sh- totally sure how I felt about it at first, um, but I, I like him. I like, I liked, you know, um, Anthony Mackie as, you know, as an actor. Um, did you did you watch any of the SVs or did you see his his opening monologue? I saw uh, he hosted he hosted. I, yeah, I didn't watch it live. I watched his monologue later. It was kind of funny. You know, he's kind of he's kind of a charmer a little bit. So um, yeah, well, I don't know when we'll get that movie, but as of right now, I'm pretty sure they have everything booked up up through all all the way through 2022, if and even into 2023, and that doesn't even include a season two of Loki, which I think will probably come out early next year. So yeah, because Ant Man doesn't come out till twenty twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
and who knows what they'll pop up with just because these are slated. They could always squeak something in if they've got. Yeah, their I mean, they've they've teased Blade, which isn't necessarily listed anywhere. Fantastic Four, which uh, we know that John Watts is directing it, but we don't really know anything else about that. Um, Deadpool. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. So Deadpool. They after that. Yeah. Yep, now we get happened. a new Deadpool. Oh, thank God! Ryan Reynolds in the MCU is going to be. I love Ryan Reynolds. He's so. I just great. wish it was him and Robert Downey Jr.'s. I wish it was him and Iron Man meeting. <laughs> I think that would have been funny. Yeah, it might still happen. I wouldn't rule it out. With the, with the but Robert Downey Jr. is not going to come back. Never know. He's very. Uh, I think he's ready. What to is he up? He doesn't have anything else to do. Doctor Doolittle stuff. That's what he's got to do. He's. I think he learned that he didn't want to do that anymore. So. <laughs> You can't be Eddie Murphy. Oh, Steve, Jungle Cruise is coming out here and soon. Jungle I'm really excited to see see your boy Dwayne Johnson. Uh, very excited. That's like um, if if I had any, my dream job is to be a skipper on the Jungle Cruise ride at Walt Disney World. So to see Jungle Cruise uh, come up on the on the big screen with. Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt and Jesse Plemons. Dude, I'm excited. So yeah. pumped. I I will go see that on that Friday or Saturday. Yeah, I'm excited um, for that. That's slated to be next on my thing. Yeah. I haven't even seen Fast 9 yet. I haven't even gone to see that yet. I never got into those movies. I think that's what we're going to watch next uh, after we get through all the MCU stuff. But Well, it's hard to watch without Dwayne Johnson. Well, that's true. And him and, Vin, him and Vin Diesel don't like each other now, so that's kind of – and uh, the other guy, I can't remember his name. They don't like each other. They've had beef. And they talk smack to him, and I'm like, okay, well, The Rock's bigger than you. I would not uh... – and The Rock's done filming uh, Black Adam. His name also popped up this week as to be in the third Space Jam movie. Would you like to comment on Space Jam, Steve? I will never, ever watch it. <laughs> ever. Ever, ever. What if The Rock was in it? Would you watch it? Is LeBron James in it? <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I'm going to actually watch it after we get off of this. So I'll be able to tell you all about it. I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen. Yeah, I, I don't. I no. I don't think it's gonna be any good at all. And the, it's not like the first Space Jam movie was like a good movie. I mean, it's just it's our childhood, and yeah, it was it was decent. But you know, I don't know. LeBron mm-hmm. James is actually an actor the, more so than what Michael Jordan was. So the most common thing I've seen is that it's too long. Like the oh, storyline yeah, sure is too long. Everything is too long anymore. You rarely see a movie that isn't too long. So that's, that's the most common thing I've seen. Like then yeah. you have people like me, if I would have watched it and reviewed, I'm like, Nope, Nope. It's LeBron James. It's bad. I took a step back and read the reviews. There's some of those. Then there's actually some that said it doesn't, it's not the same Looney Tunes. It's not this, it's not like that type of stuff. You know, it's not what we grew up with. That's all I've seen. It might be a really good movie. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not anticipating it to be a very good movie, but I'm going to watch it anyway. So. I wish I could seeing uh seeing some of the Looney Tunes back. I'm like, I want to watch it because they're back. Just watch it, Steve. No. It's okay. Just no. because LeBron James is in it, and I know how you feel about LeBron James, doesn't mean you can't watch the movie. 
he is not getting my money. You can shit all over it afterwards. That's fine. But will I get that too? Are you paying? For, are you paying for HBO Max? We got it with the AT and T thing, so yes and no. Then you don't have to pay for it. You already got it. You don't have to go to the theater. It's on HBO Max right now. Fire it up. Do it for the Looney Tunes, Steve. Don't do it. I don't just do walk it for out LeBron. of the room when LeBron is on the screen. Just like I'm well, It's probably going to be most of the movie. All right. Is there anything else I missed? Because there was a lot. I'm excited for the Eternals movie now that I know why they're. Yeah. It's not guaranteed uh, as to why they're coming. Is that's the reason? But I'm excited for that because they're not giving you anything. They're not teasing yeah. anything about it. No, I mean, I think I think we've covered most everything. I, uh, you know, just kind of from my movie perspective, I haven't seen as many 2021 movies this year, but um, Black Widow and is definitely up, up there among some of the best. Um, just a couple things to, to recommendations: The Tomorrow War, um, which is on Amazon Prime with Chris Pratt, came out a couple weeks ago. It's it's a pretty solid movie. Uh, I would recommend checking that out. Uh, and uh, Luca on Disney Plus. It's also so it's a fun little Pixar movie. Um, you can check that one out too. But uh, yeah, for in terms of Marvel, that's that's it for a little bit. We have a few weeks off until What If, and then yeah, pick back gonna, up again here real I'm soon. Watch this to see if I missed anything. <laughs> that's one of the few that. Well, it's, I shouldn't say the few. I do not own that one on Blu-ray. I have it on digital, but um, yeah. That's a, a good one. I have a few. I I I may just rewatch the whole thing before school. We just we just did. Allison and I did. We started it. Uh, it's been a couple, few months now. A couple, two, three months ago. But we just watched Infinity War and Endgame this past Friday night. We Oops. came home from work, and I got a pizza, and we were going to watch Infinity War. That was always the plan. But we watched that one right away, and then it's like eight thirty. And she she gets up, and she's like, "Do you just want to watch Endgame now too?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we watched both of them at once. It's hard not to when you watch. Yeah, I wasn't going to. I had no intentions of watching both of them in one night, but we did it. So we have got made it through all the movies. We went and saw Black Widow the other night. Um, so now she has she hasn't watched any of the TV shows. So uh, I told her she needs to she needs to get on those here next and. I'd like to watch WandaVision again with her. Um, but yeah. So I think we covered, it. I think that's it, Steve. I think that's it. Well, that was another geek corner with Logan Lee. Geek corner. Woo! We'll see you guys next time after good stuff. Maybe after what if comes out, we'll see. Yeah. We'll talk. Good we'll stuff, see, man. See you next for the next geek corner with what if, and maybe saying chi at the time. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. 
Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.